Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Rich, could you tell me about Car and Classic, but in 90s Eurobeat? My problem. If you want to sell your car, get a slice of the action. You can choose a normal ad or an online auction. Doesn't matter what you sell, a Fiat or a Beetle. Every month your ads in front are for a million people. Ooh, car and classic, ooh, it's so fantastic. Ooh, car and classic, ooh, it's so fantastic. Smith & Sniff is sponsored by carandclassic.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things live. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. oh, wow, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna say wow. Someone it's amazing said what people or... will do when you ask them to do things. Oh, amazing. <laughs> right, when I do the intro the next time, can you all go to my house and cut the lawn? Because it's looking <laughs> a right stay. Um, that was excellent. Thank that's, you ever no, so that's, much. That's the best audience participation we've ever it had. It really was, yeah. Yeah. Particularly the gentleman down here at the front with the incredible whistling. That's clever. Which more than compensates for how underdressed you are, sir. <laughs> it's not shorts and t-shirt weather. What's going on here? I think if, oh, we, right. <laughs> I think if, if we're, if we're going to start off with such a high amount of audience participation, we should probably just do a little bit of vocal practice. Mm-hmm. I say a word, you repeat it. Think Freddie Mercury, but very B-side and probably more car-centric. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and not Deo, mm. etc. Uh, so I'll say something like, and you repeat this after me, I'll say, folds. This is great. This is crowd control. Isn't it? Yeah. Spots. Spots. <laughs> you can perfect. see how cults start, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. I was, that wasn't even rehearsed. I'm no. so pleased with that. Amazing. Trying to running out of things to say. What well, else I do don't I know. I feel say? like we should probably just transit. <laughs> Not responsible for any neck damage during that during that particular word. <laughs> Ruptured tendons all over the place. Um, thank you ever so much for coming out tonight. Um, here to Lotus in Hethel, which is a place you've never been to. I've never been to, to Lotus HQ. I don't know why. But I just haven't. Um, invited. It's been a splendid afternoon. Yeah. Classic sunset on the track. Beautiful. Beautiful Enjoying sunset. Watching you uh, helm yourself and myself. We did some around. track work. We did some track work. We got here early and. Um, and they very kindly said, would you, you haven't driven the new Amira yet, would you like to have a go? Yeah. So we went out in an Amira, following um, Gav, who just came on stage uh, for listeners at home. We were introduced on stage this evening by um, an actual member of Lotus Royalty. <laughs> um, uh, and um, he, he led as our sort of pace car, and we did our best to keep up on the roads that he... It was a, it was a lot of fun. ...hone the cars. However... However... This is nothing against Gav at all, wherever Gav is. I made the mistake of getting in the car with quite a large puffer jacket on. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, and I realised midway through spirited driving, or passengering as I was, mm. uh, the heating was on 23, which I didn't set it on to. Did you set it on 23? No, but you know what? When we set off, as we were leaving the premises, I noticed, you know, it's two, two men in a, a two-seat car. The screen was already just starting to fog. And I... I waited, until you were looking, I waited until you were looking the other way at a T-Jokes and put the air conditioning on. No, you didn't. Because I knew you'd never sanction it if I asked. <laughs> Fuck you didn't see. The absolute palaver. We you did bastard. one of these live shows at Bentley and, and we finished. And No, actually it wasn't. It was the Morgan one where <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we no, were given a lift back no. to the hotel by Matty, who films a lot of Johnny's late break show stuff. <clears throat> and in a, well, that VW Caddy, California. Oh, yes. But yeah. Matty was driving because Johnny and I had a beer. And... It started fogging up because it's three blokes on a cold night. Heavy breathing. Heavy breathing. Yeah. 
and Johnny refused to let Matty put the air conditioning on. He almost drove into the central reservation because he couldn't see where he was going. And Johnny's going, no, it's fine. It'll clear itself. Proper AC so refusal, that was. the air conditioning on in Did the Amira. you? You absolute yeah. bastard. Which uh, <laughs> I well, enabled me to do it also not only to um, defug the screen, which I thought was a safety-critical issue, yeah. but also to appreciate the fine quality of the buttons in the Amira. So I've not, I've not seen that car before. I've seen, I've seen it, the outside of it at Goodwood and things, but I've never actually sat in one. No, I haven't. And it is about a billion times better in quality terms, in feeling like an expensive car, yeah. than an old Elise, which, you know, to be honest, didn't have an awful lot of buttons and switches in it in the first place. No. But this, it feels like a proper grown-up car. It's really impressive. Yeah. And the little icon that I think is on the button that allows you to change where the air goes. Oh, yeah, I know what you're going to It's got say. a little person on it, but it's actually got a person there wearing a crash helmet. Yeah. It looks like the Stig is it having does. air blown have at his face. There's, one, there's two at the end of the room. Yes. Have a, have a look later. It's Preferably a really not nice now, because it'll look like we're really boring and everyone's going home <laughs> early. But anyway, so we were very lucky. We got to have a go in the Amira, and I thought it was... Tremendous. It superb. It's, also, it's a weird thing to say about a sports car, but it has a really, really good ride. It's, it's, it's creamy. Exquisite. It's creamy. Mm, it that, is creamy. That motor. So, yeah, and then we got, we got allowed to go out on the track and do some, I'm going to say it again, track work. And we tried in, our best. unsuitable outdoor coats. We <laughs> tried our best to understeer, and, and, it, and we couldn't. It will not understeer. No. And I love a bit of understeer. I know you do. I thought you were but almost pissed off. That bastard would not. No, it wouldn't, wouldn't budge, would it? No. It would not budge. Apparently a lot of it's down to the tyres. Yeah. Bespoke tyres on that, and they've been, you know, designed as a unit with the car, so... Designed as a unit as with a, a car. Unit. Uh, um, yeah. Sorry, I don't know whether people object to us talking about cars, because sometimes we get complaints when we do it we on the get, podcast. Yeah. We go, that was a bit car-y. Some, well, some listeners are really pissed off if the ratio is more than, a, I reckon, about 30% yeah. cars. Yeah. All right, well, let me, let me pull it back to the more puerile end of things and tell you about a problem I've got coming this weekend. Oh, God, then. A friend of my wife's a coming to The problem you've got coming this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awful. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's just that it is happening. That's genuinely a children's happening. party. What? It's got, it's got to be a children's party. No, we've got a friend of my wife's coming to stay. Okay. She used to work for a cosmetics brand, and she always wore, and still wears, their signature scent. Sort of vanilla-y. It's quite pleasant. Okay. And when she left this company, she gave my wife a box of samplers of this fragrance. Was it called... Um, it was... Was it, <laughs> it was called... Sorry, yes. <laughs> Was it called Avon Magnum by any chance? I think it, uh, Aluminium Afternoons or something like that. Oh, sweet, yeah. No, I won't say what it's called, sort but it's, dodgy, it's nice. Kind of not quite Trans Am Not quite bottle. generic 70s American car in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, she, uh, yeah, she gave my wife this box of samplers. And my wife's like, I, it, it's very nice. It's not really my particular fragrance. But that's fine. She stuck one of these samplers in the bathroom to be used as an air freshener. Oh, no. It's a post-poo... That's fine. <laughs> and then when that ran out, she put another one in there. We've got a little box of these bastard things, so we're get, get, getting through them. The, trouble the, is, the bathroom's it, busy at uh, uh, well, Hotel you know, Porter. And we've got kids. And, uh, anyway. But the, the thing is, it, it masks but not completely whatever's been going on in the bathroom. Okay. So you can <laughs> see where this is going. I now associate the smell of this quite expensive perfume with undernotes of something else. But the problem is, when I see my wife's friend, she's always wearing this perfume. In my head, she smells very slightly of poo. And you haven't told her this, clearly. I haven't. No. I don't think it would go down well. No. Anyway, she's coming to stay at our house this weekend. So I've just got to remember not to go, hello, how are you? God, have you guffed? <laughs> <laughs> because that would be rude. On the way over here, A14, we were yep. talking about boring roads earlier. Very crashy, considering it's quite a straight road. Don't understand that. <laughs> no, hang on, we, weren't we on? We were both. We both used the A11. Oh, sorry, we? the A11. The one that goes very, very straight through those that forest, and then there's that big monument. Do you know what I'm talking about? Brand, it's Brandon. Brandon. Does anyone area. know what the monument is to? It's war, war memorial. It is war memorial. Right. Local knowledge. Very good. Because there's nowhere to slow down and pull in and admire. There is a lane. Oh, is there? There's a lady. I didn't see that. I was going fairly quick. And I was just, <laughs> you know. Uh, we okay, we well, both time. went. We got here and we come down the, we come up the A11. Yeah, you see, past that big monument. Yeah. yeah. And then we had one of those classic blokes who don't know what they're talking about conversation. <laughs> what is it? In fairness, she went, I think it's a war memorial. I was like, no, it's a Victorian folly. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's not. It is. 
It's a, it's a war memorial, isn't it? So it's quite recent. You know... It's disproportionately <coughs> big, I would say. <laughs> a man in the front row has just shrugged as if to say, how big do you want it? Standard monument procedure. Yeah. Yeah. You've uh, got to have a small monument, no one will see it. Talking of, uh, you know, sort of toilet protocol, as you were. Um, yeah. Um, pulled in at one of the services, one of the small ones, where there's a cramped toilet. Don't worry, I won't go into a huge amount of detail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had to fill up with petrol anyway. Um, went in, went into the cubicle... <laughs> No, it didn't smell like. No, it didn't smell like expensive perfume. In fact, what it did is, you know, when people take, um, when paparazzi take photos of people that don't want their uh, their photo to be taken, that the, yes. the hand goes up and there's yeah. lots of. Well, I opened the cubicle door and a guy clearly hadn't locked the door. Oh. And I got the full paparazzi hand. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so feeble in that context, though, doesn't it? Just no. Why no. are you trying to obscure my eyes? He was really polite. He went, oh. oh, I'm ever so sorry. No, please don't. It was like, <laughs> really <quite>. respect <laughs> my privacy <laughs> at this difficult time. <laughs> it was. It was, my, it was that. It my was sometime that. colleague, Richard Hammond, said that the moment when he stopped using motorway services under any circumstance, because he realised he'd become quite famous oh yeah when he'd be at motorway motorway service urinal and there'd be sort of someone would come and stand next to him even though there'd be plenty of other ones free and they'd be sort of like (laughs) having a little go to the pub that night going yeah richard hammond off uh off top gear yeah i saw his knob (laughs) so so he started he thought i was fine i'll just start going in the cubicles and then he was in the cubicles at a motorway service area one time and he was aware of something there and it was someone leaning over with a camera phone you're pissing on no way so now, he, he, after that, he just went, I'd just rather wet my pants than, than have to go through all he that. He never eats or drinks. Never has. No. Well, hasn't done for years. He does that thing that we, we, we talked about this, didn't we, about James Dyson, apparently, will only use sort of designated loos at his premises. And if he goes to one that doesn't have a sort of pristine James Dyson-only loo, he just doesn't drink anything all day. I can't do that. That's just awful. It's I'd weird, have a chronic headache. Yeah. What an awful... Well, that's why he signs off on those awful dryers. I had to use... Have you seen these new Dyson um, dryers that... It almost looks like someone's dismembered a futuristic moped. It's yes, like a sort yes. of... A column yes, with two yes, things yes, coming yes. off. <laughs> and once again, James Dyson, just... the man with the most splitting headache in all of Britain because he's dehydrated, <laughs> hasn't thought this through. No. Because I've not used one of these before. You go up to it, you do that, and it seems designed to blow the water onto the front of your trousers so you look like you've been careless in another way. And it's like, who signed this off except the bloke who's got like sort of such a migraine that he's got his two pinpricks of eyes. He can't see what's <laughs> happening. And he's gone, yeah, that seems making fine. making millions of pounds from just misguided hand-drying devices. It's just amazing. The, the man's a buffoon. Jet towel all the way, guys. Yeah. Jet towel all the way. Yeah. It should be, it should be that. It should show, be your, show your love of a jet helmet. Yeah, show me your palms. Very dry palms. <laughs> now, speaking of billionaires... Oh, yeah. ..who might not be thinking straight... Yeah, um, yeah. I, I want to take issue with you about your review of uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe's anus grenade. <laughs> the, the, the anus... What's the it anus- called? The, the anus grenadine. The, <laughs> <laughs> the yes, the idiot grenadier. Yes. Whatever it's called. Yes. Uh, which you just reviewed on the late break show. Yeah. And you quite liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like. Has everyone seen this car? This this sort of. Um, well, what is it? I mean, it's it's a, it's it's, it's a, a four by four hardcore four by four homage to the. It's a car designed. You pointed this out in your review. It's a car propelled by spite. Yes. Because Jim Radcliffe tried grudge. to buy... It's a grudge purchase. It's a grudge, a grudge. It's a grudge car. He tried yeah. to buy the tooling for the old Land Rover Defender off Land Rover. They said no. Yeah. And he went, screw you, I'll design my own. Yeah. But he's designed in some of the bits that were shit about the old Defender. I think he... he, re- he must Which have is bizarre. Been, yeah, that is odd. The one that annoys me, I know this is really nerdy, but... Uh, hi. Um, the... the <laughs> The top That's of the why you're here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you are free to leave at any moment. <laughs> but the top of the windscreen is quite a lot higher than the top of the side windows. And that's what the old Defender does. And it's the most annoying, khaki design feature that I think Land Rover just went, could you get that to line up? Not really. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. Carry on. Well, it does matter. It looks terrible. And, <laughs> and then the Ineos have just gone... Well, we'll do that. Now, you don't have to do it. Because I was thinking, maybe you have to do that because it's a very blocky-shaped car and because of where the occupants sit relative, you want to see out. Yeah. But no, look at a G-Wagen. Same-shaped car doesn't have that. 
Jimny doesn't have that. True. It's, it's lazy design. Yeah. And I will tolerate lazy design from Land Rover because they're God lazy. bless them, they're doing what? their best. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this is a clean sheet of paper car. Yes. And they seem to have willfully introduced some, some bits that don't look right or work right. It's not a looker. Do you remember several podcasts ago, you may not, when I, uh, exp- I expressed my disdain for Lego. Oh, yes. Uh, of a certain time. Not all Lego. I'm not like a proper, you know, EDL Legoist or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but what I mean is, is like, I think the, the anus grenade is actually yeah. the only car which you could make perfectly out of Lego. And I mean perfectly. Yes. Yeah. There I are no curves, right. as far as I'm aware. And, because it's got all that stuff down the sides... So you could use mismatched bricks and it would sort of... Yeah. You don't even need a manual, uh, an instruction. You just, no, just wing it. Wing it. <laughs> just wing just it. Completely wing just it. Just to, to gym it. Using bits off other cars. That's the thing. It just looks like it uses lots of bits off other cars and it, it doesn't. It's, um, except that BMW... Um, Oh, yeah, selector. yeah, which a lot of people really hate, and I'm, I'm over it now, I'm all right with it. Because <laughs> got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, yeah, got, it's, the, it's the, the, the strange-shaped footwell is particularly odd. Yeah. Because there, there's nowhere to really put your left foot, and be, being an auto, your left foot might as well be sawn off. There's no need for it. But you can't saw it off, because obviously, you know, that's life-threatening. So, <laughs> and so... Valuable well, I'm consumer saying, I'm advice. I'm saying you though. can't, you could... But you shouldn't. No. So I found myself kind of going, well, it doesn't feel right there, it doesn't feel right there. I can't do that because there's a centre console. So I sort of did that, sort of folded it back a bit. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted because it sounds like Lotus is releasing poison gas into the room. <laughs> I assume this is just the air conditioning doing something or other, but it's slightly disturbing. It's just very light gas, obviously, like argon or something. Oh, very, Lovely. very light gas. Not Wouldn't there. be heavy gas. No. Not here. No. Wouldn't tolerate it. No. Wouldn't tolerate it. Um, no. Yeah, so the um, so I, yeah, I surprisingly enjoyed the the Anus Grenadi. I, I had uh, something else I wanted to ask you about it, and now I can't remember, so I'm going to check my notes. And all I've written down is Anus Grenade Launcher. So that's not, <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't help well, at in, all. In case in case listeners aren't aware of Sir Jim Ratcliffe, he's a guy that has a habit of just buying stuff that he quite likes. Not a bad thing. So he's bought or bought a large proportion of Bell staff yeah. clothing, and that's when the the the, the, the spec of the the uh, grenadines are named after jackets. Yeah. Um, he's bought the pub that he conceived the idea for the... Has he? Yeah, he's bought the Grenadier pub. I saw, I think it was a quote from him this week that said, because they're planning more models, they're going yeah. to do a smaller one, aren't they, in a short wheelbase. And he was yeah. like, we're going to try to work out whether, what, you know, what we should name them, because the Grenadier is named after a pub. And I was like, just buy more pubs. I was going to say, please, God, got it like the cat and fiddle. Rose and crown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Ineos rose and crown. Yeah. Is sweet. The Ineos lamb and flag. Well, it's that would be the different one. trim levels, though, surely, yes. wouldn't it? You'd well, no, because I, I wonder you'd if... you have your harvester, which would be a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> well, he could do would a sort you? of retro 90s one. That's like, you know when pubs... There was a period. Do you remember this? When pubs got given sort of self-consciously wacky names and it would always be like, you know, sort of the Slug- goose and photocopier or something. Just go, <laughs> that's not a pub name. But I think maybe the actual model names are pubs. Yeah. You know, okay. Rose and Crown, King's Arms, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But then, trim levels, it's like you're in the pub. Dry roasted, ready salted, prawn cocktail... <laughs> IPA. Or just the half and the pint. Snake bite. I'll just have a, I'll have a, a half on that one. Just snake bite. Snake, snake bite, bite black. Snake bite, uh, snake bite black would be the coalition with um, Hennessy guy who puts all the silly engines. John Hennessy. John Hennessy. He'd, he'd call up John, he'd go, Hennessy, you put stupid engines in cars that nobody's interested in. Right, come, come, come and do this. Let's put 800 horsepower in a car that can't really go around corners. Yeah, brilliant. Come on over, I'll see you tomorrow. Click power. <laughs> It's not that scene from, is it Snatch, where he comes off the phone and you see that sequence of the, the jet lands where he's back oh, yeah. and <laughs> Right, well, let's do this. Bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still can't remember what I was going to ask you about that car, but... Uh, Don't you, we've, got, we've got some 45 minutes to oh, talk about, but... Yeah. Is it, is it right that it weighs, like, almost three tonnes? I believe... I actually, I, I actually couldn't be bothered to look up its weight. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> when it, you shut the door and it feels like it's made of lead. Yeah. It, it, it's like an old... If you remember the old G-Wagon, um, 
where you know it is very old tech structure and things yeah. but it shuts like a bank vault and it really feels special I don't know if you remember the central locking on an old G yeah. sounds like someone cocking a military rifle well, sounds like a battalion it's so loud rifles. yeah it's good dunk yeah. yeah is so, it that on the I don't know about the central locking because I never I never locked it oh no bastard's going to nick it but- <laughs> Well, maybe they, well, they, they might, because they mistake it for a defender. I was going to say, if it was a defender, they would have... Well, you, I think you can unbolt the doors from the outside. No, you can't. Oh, can't you? I checked this. Well, I didn't check it. I read it in review and went, oh, I must log that in my boring brain, because the, uh, you know, old defenders, famously one of the things that can happen is because the door bolts of screws are on the outside. They are. You can just and take the door off and then steal it. But 700 quid on I don't know why you'd do that when you could prise one of the side windows open. I don't know. But um, they, that's what people do sometimes, apparently. Or if they oh, need a door for a you defender. You know a lot about how to well, take things Well, I've got one. Because so like, what the, some of the hardcore defenders do, they get a little ball bearing, they put it into the, the hex on the, on the door securing screw. Do they? And then glue it in, yeah. What? And you can never get your doors off. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a shit idea. Well, how often do you take the doors off on your car? Yeah. Doors are actually much heavier than you... This is, oh my this God, is getting they? really interesting. Now, I've taken a door off a car before and it landed on my feet because I was on the last bolt and I was thought I had it supported, but I just mm. didn't know how much it weighed and it properly chunked the... What car? Ooh, that was a Corsa, actually, two, a three-door Corsa. Oh, a three-door? That we were dismantling for a TV show, yeah. Yeah, I had to carry a door off an old Escort. Interesting chat, yeah. <laughs> and then I was a bit hot, so I put the window down. Oh, stop it. Sorry, that's stop such it. an old joke. I'm so sorry. Um, I've written down here, because, of course, because we're in Norfolk, um, home of Lotus, I've written down some Norfolk-y things. <laughs> um, not, no, not like cliche stuff. Not like, you know, Alan Partridge and stuff. It's too easy. But, of course, it is the home of um, Land Rover Freelander R&D by the royal family. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Unofficially. Um, the Duke of Rollover. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Roll, rollover angle, exactly. Yeah. There's, it's, it's, a, it's a new stat that the... Uh, and, of course, that was Sandringham, which is not very far away. No, it's not, think. is it? It's, it's... But I want to know whether any of those freelanders still exist. You said freelander. Freelander. Ooh, la da I wanted to call it a free, <laughs> freelancer, but I just... Freelander. That's, I, um, I know someone who started saying grass and glass and things like that, but then, obviously, his brain had just gone, just sound posh from now on. But then one day he went plastic. And I was like, that's no. not... No, 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 no. <laughs> It's too far. I was like, what plastic, what, plastic bog? Is that what you're going to do now? <laughs> Just, anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so sorry, no, Norfolk things. Norfolk things. So, yeah, uh, unofficial R&D on Freelanders. But also, it's that, it's the, every time I, my, 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 my um, father, late father-in-law li- lived in Norfolk, so I used to come over here quite a lot. And um, it's, the, it's, the, it's the main area in the whole of the UK for handwritten roadside signs. Yes. For things for sale. Isn't it? Yeah. For some reason, it's like car for sale, potatoes with too many apostrophes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. You, you fucking name it. There's Sprouts a, next left. Always yeah. a good one. And, and, and what I love about it is, is it can be quite a nice car for sale, but the sign puts you off yes. because it looks like it's been written by, with someone's hair. Pagani Zonda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Has it been looked after? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't poss- look like it from the state of your sign work, yeah. but okay. It's been yeah. You, they've painted the sign with a cat. It <laughs> <laughs> was just near. Well, just bare hands. You know, I haven't yeah. got a brush. So you'll do. Yeah, <laughs> just do that. And so, for, so every time I used to come out here, it was always the how can we find the worst hand painted sign with a misspelling? Yeah, or an additional piece of. There's uh, almost a coffee table book in that. Yeah, I'd love that. I can see the cover now because it's got a handwritten cover that says "Big Book of Signs" with an apostrophe in the oh, sign. S- apostrophe before and after the S. Yeah. two apostrophes. <laughs> How do you even say that? Signs is signs is. I I've noticed when I was uh, well, I was because I was driving up here on the A11 past the big monument. That's a war memorial. Yeah, and um, that we know. I started seeing all the you know all the sort of names of towns and villages that I recognised and I was trying to amuse myself by saying them how they'd be said locally because I think people, people presumably a lot of people in the room are from Norfolk is anyone actually from Norfolk here? yeah oh okay so <laughs> no hands went up I was just ready to say. we're all from Southampton mate we got a coach <laughs> <laughs> like a football supporters coach yeah because well, uh, I think though, you sort of run things together a bit more 
Is that right, or am I getting this wrong? Am I thinking of, of somewhere else? It's a very difficult accent to impersonate. It's a very and that's difficult... why I'm not going to do it. No, because people always do it like sort of West Country. It's like West wrong. Country meets an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I always think of it. Okay. Bristol, so, Australian. Yeah. Together. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really it's hard. Forceful. It's a really hard accent to do properly. Yeah, so I'm not going to do but it. But I think you do just you just kind of yeah squeeze things together. Yeah. Largest, largest concentration of Ford Fusions from, for many years. Um, but now it's, 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 it's morphed into Vauxhall Mockers, an awful lot of Mockers. Not here, not in not this specific area, because this is Lotus territory, obviously. Yeah. But Mockers, there's a lot of Mockers out there. You've got to be careful. Mm. You've got to be very careful. Keep them peeled. Yeah. So you're saying Norfolk is the, what, shit car capital of Britain? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> fellow, fellow, that's what you were saying, uh, John. Although I've seen a couple of cars at the side of the road for sale, which you know, aren't great. One of them was a probe. Not today. What? Yeah, yeah, within the last two years, I've seen a probe for sale at the side of the road in Norfolk. Had, <laughs> had the sign been, been painted with a foot? <laughs> <laughs> it was painted by the mane of a Shetland pony. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Got some leftover spaghetti here. I think I'll do a sign. <laughs> Probes for sale. <laughs> it's as popular as a ploughing competition. You know, rural ploughing competitions. Yeah. Have you ever been to a ploughing competition? Do you know I haven't? <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Just been busy, you know. So so competitive. Really? Yeah, and probably a bit drinky, I'm going to say. Oh, okay. I know it's not on-road driving, but still, you're in charge of a quite a serious piece but of machinery. That, would, would the drink of choice be a cider? Possibly cider, or spirits, if you haven't got a lot of time, <laughs> I would suggest. <laughs> I think it could be a bit spirits. Now, look, I really need to get drunk as soon as possible. <laughs> so... I'll have a pint of scotch, please, Barman. <laughs> Honestly, um, it's well recommended. Competitive ploughing. See, I'm just not down with the cider, though. Well, you don't, you don't have to drink unless you're a competitor. Oh, I that's, see, it's the competitors what, are drinking. Oh, I think the competitors... I mean, they, look, listen, uh, I'm not saying they are. I don't want to get into any legal battle of, you know, drunk ploughers, but I think it's a thing. Presumably, they're quite Dutch difficult. Courage. Isn't it but part of the ploughing skill is doing a straight line? Yes, well, but, yes, if exactly. you can see two lines, you're not going to be very But it's a bit like accurate. pool, though, I think. If you play pool completely oh. sober, you're not that good. Are you a two-pint pool I'm player a two as well? Pinter. Yeah, I'm a two-pint pool player. Three, three it's... Oh, it's, it's all gone by then. It's gone. You've got a window, a pint window yeah. of, of, of success. Unfortunately, I'm still so crap at pool that I've finished the pint before I've finished the pool game, and I have to have a third one, and then it all goes to shit. Well, my son has recently got into pool because he, at his school, they've got one in their, like, little common room thing. What? I know! No, turned into some education. sort of hustler. So um, he said, when, it, when he came over recently, he said, uh, listen, um, can we, Daddy, can we go to... He's 11. Can we go to the pub? And I went... <laughs> I said... Uh, yeah, I said, you're a bit young. I mean, he goes, do you know of any pubs in, in, the, in the town which you've got pool tables? And I said... Yeah, I think there's one. And of course, it's the shittest pub in town. Well, there's why... Because, I'm always fascinated. Why do pool tables attract trouble? Because they do, don't they? I mean, it's just, it's always, it's just, it's a pool table. It's, an, pub, it's, it's an instrument a, of war. Is that what it is? Because yeah. you've just got, if it all gets tasty, you know there's some big sticks. There's a rack of grab. sticks. It's not like I was in a pub once in, of all places, near where I grew up in a place called Alderley Edge, which is quite fancy. It's a bit lardy dar. Okay. I mean, they don't say plastic bark, but it's still quite posh. <laughs> and, um, plastic bark. It doesn't have a pool table, this pub. That'd be demolished. Yeah, so it definitely doesn't have a pool table, but it didn't. It didn't then, and it was mostly a sort of food pub. But it started getting a bit tasty, and I saw this bloke going over to that sort of side thing where the waitstaff get cutlery wrapped in napkins. Oh yeah, and just pick up a napkin of cutlery and what? put it in his pocket. What? Yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's armed with a knife, a fork, oh, and a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, is, is that's in case because frequenters of pubs with pool tables will know. You go in, you put your pound down, or, you, yeah. or several pounds if you're committed. So there can be a stack of pound coins at the side of the table. Mm. And you know this is a serious pool pub in, mm. in that instance. Somebody knocks those over. Oh, my God. It's because somebody's mentally logging who owns what there, <laughs> aren't they? That's why he's got a pocket of cutlery. Yeah, oh, Because he knows if it all kicks off, like you say, he's got a fork and a spoon. <laughs> he's going to so, um... start windmilling with his spoon and his fork. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's going to throw the cutlery away and just the napkin. He'll smother like you. Bruce He'll Lee. smother just, you. No, just flicking it. Flicking it flick in the face. Flicking it. Ah, that really hurt. What are you doing? Um, Bruce so do you, took, you took your boy to the pub? 
play pool. I took my boy to the pub, and I, yeah, it's not a particularly interesting ending to the conversation, but I took him to the pub. He had apple juice, usual. I had cider, grown-up apple juice. And I had two, pint, two and a half pints of it. I couldn't commit to three. I was too scared. Mm. Um, and I, uh, and I, sort of, I sort of chugged it a bit because I didn't really want to be in the pub. And I thought, we'll just have one game. I don't want to break it into two games. It wasn't a particularly friendly pub. Mm. And I felt a bit guilty that as the father of an 11-year-old, we were in a slightly fighty pub <laughs> on, a, on a Friday and around about the time when it gets fighty. And I'm like, let's just hurry this along. Oh, this was an evening thing? This is a Friday evening. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. Terrible, Did you get spooned? I didn't get spooned. No, I didn't get spooned. <laughs> Knifing is so last year. That's got sexual implications. I'm not being spooned in a pub. I'm not being spooned in a pub. Oh, I got spooned by... I tell you what was cool, though, was they had, um, they had a TV on the wall in the corner. Old TV, quite a thick, you know, girthy TV. Uh, old school, got a bit of a back to it. And um, it, they were playing very old music videos. Oh, Yes. And there was something from Bon Jovi, an incredible amount of hair, obviously, mm-hmm. in the video. Um, there was a car, and I think it was an IROC. Uh, really? Yeah. Huh. But I couldn't, I, did, I didn't catch the, the, the exact date and the, the song, because there were people talking, or fighting with spoons in the background, <laughs> so I couldn't really hear what I was going on. And I was keeping an eye on the fact that if it was going to kick off... I'd get my 11-year-old out. I'd take yeah. a couple of quids too, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> run just, for for, it. just for the hassle and, and make, make my way. Was the driver of the IROC wearing a vest? Yeah, there was wearing a vest, actually. Those cars really, don't start unless you've got a vest One of those droopy on. ones. Oh, yeah. You know, too much armpit. <laughs> sort of like, sub-armpit. Yeah, there's there's what, no what, word for what's there, but it's definitely visible. It's almost like the equivalent of a saggy door pocket on a yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking of which, I did write in my notes of things to discuss. Yeah. That are sl- ever so slightly consumery. So if it gets too consumery, please just tell me to stop it. Because um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's coming here going, hope it turns into an episode well, of Watchdogs. Tonight. Some cars have got some cars have got a token door pocket. Yes. But it's so slim, and if it's rigid plastic with no no elasticity. Yeah. What do you do with it? Because it turns into a sort of Bermuda Triangle of Doom. You'll put something yes. in there and you'll never get it out again. Yes. You'll have to use the crevice tool on a powerful vacuum, probably borrowed from that guy over there who does Lotus's Valety. Yeah. Because I've seen it, it's got a hell of a tool over there. And you have to feed it down there. <laughs> Not like that. Not like that. And then you have to feed the crevice tool down. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. And then you've got to check the bag afterwards because if it's soaked up... If it's, <laughs> You've if, sucked up £4.60. Well, all sucked out in an important credit card. Cuff links, yeah. A store card from the mid-90s. Well, that's also... There, I don't know. But sometimes you can't get the crevice tool in there because there's a sort of an armrest above it and your angle's all wrong. Yeah. So basically, um, it's, it's full of... It's full of stuff, but then also, inevitably, at some point, I always think, uh, you have the car long enough, you will inadvertently, at some inexplicable reason, one of your children will be given a pin badge from a birthday or something. Oh, shit, yeah. Which you will put in there. Yeah. And forget about and yeah. then you will stab yourself every time you try and get your uh, demisting mitt out. There was a time when one of my kids used to unwrap a sweet like a refresher, you know, the really dirty ones, and, he, and, and, and lick it for a while, oh. <laughs> but not be prepared to finish it because it wasn't that good. So maybe, let's say, two-thirds of the sweet was licked, mm. and then it, was, then it was removed and then just casually dropped oh. in. And, of course, it just turns into sort of sticky lava over time yeah. so again you put your hand in you touch it but you don't know what it is because you can't see it because yeah. the door pocket's too slim if you turn that wrong then you're just stuck to the car yeah you've got to go to work with a, with a Vauxhall Astra on your arm <laughs> got to go into local, local A&E for definitely <laughs> not that important is that why you were removing issues? the door from the Corsa because your hand was stuck <laughs> Yes. Okay. Sorry, I just haven't, I haven't been to the gym recently. I haven't got the strength to lift the whole corset. Could we just take the door off and I can go to hospital and have my hand removed? That's, That's exactly what it is. So, yes, un- unnecessarily um, tight door pockets. Tight. Tight. Unlike the vest on the guy in the IROC in the music I discovered, video. though, our uh, Volkswagen E-Up, I presume this is standard on all ups, the door pocket is designed so that you can slot a bottle of wine into it. Wine? Well, I assume it's designed like that because it bloody works. <laughs> Not driving wine. I wasn't I was like driving wine. If I couple about four straws together, I reckon I can. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> these modern cars, they drive themselves. Um, road trip wine. No, I went. I just I popped out. Just you know, when you, oh. I, I love a, a Friday evening pop out. Do, do, do you? Do you? 
after I've been spooned in a pub. I was going to yeah. say, it's, it's, I'm telling you now, it's the running shorts. Yeah. I've told you before. <laughs> Got to be so careful. Running no, shorts a, and then a sauna, it's just, it's doomed from the start. I was, it's just a classic Friday evening. You think you should go, I'm going to make a spag bowl. Great, yeah, I got everything, yeah. Do you want some garlic bread? Oh, I do, actually. Have we got any garlic bread? No. No. Can't be ringed to make any. No. Because it would have to be on brown sliced. <laughs> no good. I'll pop to the little supermarket, which is, but what? things are already cooking. Oh, so no, screw it. time get, pressure. I'm going to get some wine while I'm there. That's what I did the other week. Oh, that's hence so the door down in the up, and I was like, oh, I'll put the thing. That's carrying a bottle in a car. It wouldn't go in the cup holder. No, because funny enough, strategy. it's not designed for <laughs> a, a large amount of booze. It's weird, uh, isn't it? Very short-sighted of car companies. I bet the French do that, though. I bet there's a cheeky well, bit of driving wine. With my nerd hat on, hi. I, um, I, did you, someone just say AXGT? Yes. This is what Stand I was going to say. Give this person a round of applause. <laughs> There's one in the car park. Who brought the white AX in the car park? Oh. Yeah. Again, stand up. Stand up. Round of Take applause. your applause, sir. <laughs> it's a GT you have. Sweet. sweet Has it still car. got the wine bottle holder in the door? 
It's not a three series rival, is it? It's more five series. Five. It's five. E-class, yeah. It's very pleasant to drive. It's yeah. quite sporty without being... I mean, it's not... I was going to say, it's weird, actually. The Amira rides better than that Hyundai, but only just. But the Amira is a sports car and also handles a lot better than that. This Hyundai. is getting too carry. It's getting so a bit carry, but what I was going to say is, let me just pull it back with something that's absolute flippant nonsense. Because oh. I, was, I, I love a long journey on my own in a car. Yeah. You know you've got to get somewhere, but you're not in a super rush. So... Yeah, Especially was... if it's not dark. My eyes don't like the dark anymore. A combination of LED headlights and my eyes. Yes. I'm not down with... Night driving's not what it was, unfortunately. <laughs> I drove all night. Actually, I'll just get a hotel, I think. <laughs> it's too difficult. I knew you'd bring Roy Orb and be, be, Son be, into it. Bring the big O into it. Um, yeah. No, so I, I, so I kind of came out of the house this morning, got my bag, put it in the boot, and I was like, going on a drive. Got my bottle of water, got a coffee. <laughs> Brought some snacks. What a boring fucker. <laughs> listen to him. You're, you're learning this now. Listen. Listen to him. But no, yourself. what I thought is, I love this. So solo driving. But it's, the thing is, that, that Genesis has got good cup holders, so it's coffee, water. That's fine. But I've got snacks. And later in the journey, <laughs> on the I back stopped. seat? No. Oh, yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah, okay. There. Like that, snacks. Yeah, there. <laughs> Have you ever done that before, where you've overeaten snacks mid-journey and like, shit, I've overdone this now. I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite unwell, so I go, right... Fuck you. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know it's back there, but you can't reach it, so you're yeah. safe. So you go, as long yeah, as yeah. I don't stop the car. And you just go, no. you, you adjust the rear view mirror, you go, shit, there's still twiglets back there. I <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's somewhere under that seat is a flapjack, and I yeah. can't. Yeah, that, you, you get that jittery and you go, you betrayed me, Percy Pig. In the back. Yeah. <laughs> Banished. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn left really violently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, There's only one thing for it. Emergency exactly. stop. Exactly. Fuck you. This is it. I'm going to start mashing the pedals. Um, no, I just suddenly thought, why? The, for, for, for the solo motorist, I, would, I think someone, and Genesis should do this, it's a point of difference that they sorely need, some kind of motorised passenger seat cushion that goes up <laughs> and comes across like that, so it just becomes a shelf for snacks. Because <laughs> later in the journey, I bought a sandwich and some more crisps. Oh gosh, this is so tragic. Like, it's a bit because it's got quite a big sensor thingy on it. I was just like, this is too much of a stretch, and I only oh. want half the sandwich now. If it just came up there, but it had the squab sort of. <laughs> Guys, you've anyway, paid, so my you've, wife's got a friend who smells of poo, and um... you, 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 you've paid for this. I'm paying for it now. And I'm that's really the thing. sorry. Right, look, I've written some other stuff. Down. I've oh, written yeah. something down. Hey, what? Something else. You were talking about driving in Norfolk. Yes, I, I was, Which yes. apparently you've christened the shit car county of Britain. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I think you did. Plentiful mockers. That's, okay. That was my big take home. I think, uh, based on my journey here today, because it, it's, it's... Oh, God, a, we're going in again. It's fertile, going in again. It's fertile ground for something I really like. And we're at the, just in the, still in the right time of year for one of my favourite things, which is very dirty cars where someone's cleaned off the back plate season. I went and Anyone else enjoy seeing this? Fingers on the tailgate. Yes. I quite like fingers on the tailgate. No, because that spoils the look. Okay. I will accept very neat arc where the back wiper has cleared <laughs> the, the crap off. <laughs> but I love a well-cleaned number plate. If you've just gone... <laughs> or, you know, used the cat, like one of those people doing a sign. <laughs> no. But if you've very carefully, you've gone to the corners of the rectangle. Do you, do you, do you want to know... I have got a, a story about well clean number plates at, at this time of year when the when the mini cooper was first launched which is what 2002 yeah 20 years one, ago one or more, two, yeah. years. i drove one down to see my parents um <clears throat> in somerset bristol as you now know because you live in that neck of the woods a lot of speed cameras i'm not saying this was a good thing i was in my 20s i knew the car was absolutely caked at the back like f it was just brown even yeah. though it was a it was a red car. So I drove through, all down the, the M5, not through Bristol, but, you know, down the M5, at, at the speed I would want to drive at. Mm. And many, many things flashed en route. I just thought it was paparazzi. <laughs> and, uh, Please, respect my privacy. <laughs> and it's a new Mini, new release. Anyway, I was quite pleased with myself because I thought, yeah, no one's going to see what the hell the registration is on that. Mm. Brilliant. I'll do the same on the way home. Saw my parents for a couple of days. Got in the car, waved my, waved my folks goodbye. Drove back, uh, um, you know, just as nightfall was approaching. Mm. Went through one camera, flash. Another one, maybe flash. This was a long time ago, guys, 20 what years ago. I was a different guy. <laughs> an irresponsible 20-something wanker. Now, 
What then happens? I'm right. My I'm dad say, has cleaned it off. <laughs> because responsible Bob woke up really early that morning, noticed that I had a really dirty back end. So, so cleaned, cleaned the rear lights, because that's safety. I get that. That's cool. Clean the rear light clusters and clean the number plate. And I hadn't clocked either of those two things. So, yeah. I got, uh, and rightly so, I was naughty. I got some points on my licence. How many? A hundred? Just some, (laughs) (laughs) some points on my licence from that car, yeah. Wow. So, thanks, Dad. Really appreciate that. That's so funny how I, as soon as you say your parents, having met your dad, (laughs) and he's an excellent man. He's an excellent guy. But I just Sweet, sweet guy. Sweet, sweet guy. Sweet guy. Lovely Um, That's the kind of thing my dad would have done as well. Yeah, so the number it's, plate it's cleaning good daddy, is isn't it? Oh, but it's, yeah. it's dad's but I'm going to do it at some point in the future. Well, sometimes I see a mucky car and I do think, I'd love to clean off the plate just because of that, you know, just the satisfaction of that rectangle of legality in it's, an otherwise really khaki car. It's but. the responsible side of um, finding a really dirty van and drawing <laughs> shafts and bags on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's been done. Is that a Rod Stewart song? Yes, it is. It's a Rod Stewart hit, yeah. Something else that happened to me while I was driving here. I don't know, is, is anyone in here a sales rep? No? Or, or any kind of people who drive a lot for work across the country? Someone at the back. Well, we know oh, hello. you. Yeah, we, we know, know you, you do. do. Hello, Jamie. Did you bring a truck tonight? No, you didn't. I know someone who did. Yeah. Where's Someone's Lee? Lee? Lee. 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 a chap called Lee. Hello, Lee. Now, Lee's problems, a hero. We didn't know that we, not problems, but logistics that we didn't know would be uh, part of this evening. Um, Lee messaged us having bought a ticket tonight and went, uh, I'm coming to your show at Lotus on the 9th. Thing is, I've got to come straight from work. Okay. And I'm said. an articulated lorry driver. <laughs> is the car park big enough? And um, bless them, the people from Lotus straight away just went, well, mm, no, but across the road classic team lotus have got some hard standing you can just stick it in there and that's what you've done isn't it you just chucked your so, lorry in there are you the sleeping fl- the night yeah. are you sweet roll a round of applause <laughs> for that he's because uh, he's clocked off he's entering a plowing competition at about midnight <laughs> <laughs> it's over there somewhere yeah 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 you know the rules for that but i was so i was on my way here and i stopped at some services and because I don't normally drive from Bath slash Bath, where I live, to yeah. Hethel, where Lotus are based, it's just not a journey I have ever done. I got the services, and I suddenly went, I don't know where I am. I've honestly no idea where I am. And I, suddenly, and I had to sort of think, and I was like, hang on a minute, I'm in South Mims. Okay, I know where that is. That's just sort of north of London. But I had this brief moment. I've read this about rock bands. You know, they tour the world, and then suddenly they'll be going, hello... Santiago, <laughs> because everywhere blurs into one. Because we didn't done do that. So many it's not like that, but it's just like I was in. An, I was doing an unfamiliar route in an unfamiliar motorway services, and I just had a slightly sort of spooky feeling of going. I actually don't know where I am, and I just wondered if it's something that if you travel the country a lot that you get, and it, you just go. I actually don't know. If you told me I was in Nottingham, I would believe you. I always clock the general area in, t- in, in case I have to make an emergency phone call, <laughs> and they go. Emergency services, where are you? Or they'll ask for what you want first. Where are you? And you'll go, I ain't got a fucking clue. (laughs) But there's a serious incident and I could do with your help. You'll go, is there an adult with you? Where are you? That's reminding me of something that plays on my mind. Oh, gosh. If you saw something really bad happening, really bad accident, or just, you know, something, I don't know. Yeah. A hang glider going down on a road. A hang glider. I'm just trying to think of something that's relatively benign. I was going to say an airliner, but that's too gruesome. But But it's a person hanging from the hang glider, hence the name hang glider. So so the landing gear is They're going to get quite scraped up, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not that. But something bad's happened. (laughs) And you ring up, and they say, what service do you require? Are you allowed to say all of them? Yeah, I think you are. Has anyone ever done that? Because don't make me choose. I'm going to... I'll tell you what, all right, police... But could you ask them to ask the fire brigade to come too? And then they could tell the ambulance people. They're on like a WhatsApp group. (laughs) (laughs) Police, yep, we're here, boys. Uh, Fire, yeah, yeah. Prison and correct. Ambulance. 
Ambulance! Ambulance. Sorry, I left my phone Sorry, in the car. We're, just... we're in Costa. We're there yeah. now. We're there. <laughs> we're there. No, I yeah. just wonder because I've, I, how many times in your life have you rung 999? Uh, twice. Might be three times. Hmm. Interesting chat. Interesting, yeah. yeah. All, all of them were emergencies, just so you know. Oh, right. Yeah. You weren't just lonely or I something. I wasn't just being a twat, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, now, I've written down here, this is, this is important. Mm. I've written down BFG window cleaning alcoholic. Um, <laughs> so, something I felt I had to share with you today. Um, have I talked to you about the BFG before? Uh, the Roald Dahl character? No, the guy in the local town who's the alcoholic window cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I've mentioned this no, in the previous no, you cast. No, I think I'd remember that. Okay, so the pub I used to drink at years ago when I used to drink at pubs regularly, he used to park his car right out the front. I think he was one of these guys who used to clock off work at like two in the afternoon regularly. And he was a window cleaner, hence the window cleaning mm. title. But he looked just like the BFG. Okay. So he was not only really tall, but his nose is... I'm going to say the size of my shoe. <laughs> it's absolutely massive to the point where you can't stop staring at it. Okay? Yeah. But also, he's a very thirsty gentleman. Yeah, yeah. So, but he... Maybe all the air going in his nose is a dry throat. I don't know. It looked like those, you know, you know pre-war cars with the horns? Yeah. Genuinely like a skin-coloured one of those. So... <laughs> So he's in the pub every time I'm in the pub because he's in the pub all the time. Yeah. But he's a window cleaner by trade, mm. but always had a really shonky car that was on its last legs. Just one of these guys buys a car with an MOT. When the MOT runs out, jettison the car onto the next one. Yeah. I actually I haven't seen him in years because I don't go to the pub anymore there. Unless you're playing pool. I only with go your to the fighty pub down <laughs> the road with the pool gym with my 11 year old. So um, I saw him, I followed him um, this morning on the way here. And I didn't know it was him. I just clocked and I went, and what car was he in? What car was he in? I saw the ladder on the roof and went, okay, here we go. Small town window cleaning dude. It was a car, not a van. He doesn't okay. do vans. Too no, expensive. No. Insurance no. is too much. I'm going to say Skoda Fabia Estate. No. Damn it. Ford, Volvo. Ford Focus Saloon. Oh. <laughs> because that's the one that no one wants. Yeah. And Good he's value. gone, it's got 11 months MOT. Fuck it. I'm having that. <laughs> And so he probably bought it really pissed. <laughs> because I expect that's the nature of the beast. I'm not sure anyone bought a Ford Focus Saloon sober, did they? Well, quite. It's a proper deceased spec, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, so does a hand go up over there? Yes. Shit off. And have you now dried out? <laughs> did you really? Yeah, well, it was an What was it competing well, with? did you get bored when you got to F and just went, oh, fuck it, just... Yeah, this guy, the, the BFG has got a gear. It's well, a gear. Oh. It's my memory that those early Focus saloons were only gears because they were full Eastbourne spec, I think, weren't they? You guys knew too got much. backup. <laughs> yes, all gear. All the gear, no idea. <laughs> well... Okay, so the BFG window cleaning dude has a Focus Saloon gear. Huh. Pun? It's the same one, they only sold one. So. That's true, oh. it's the only one. It's nice to know your old car's still going. <laughs> hey? No, it was like an ice blue, ice blue. Yeah, okay, resprayed. Re yeah. Yeah. yeah, or uh, a wrap like, that yeah, he got. Exactly. <laughs> Vinyl wrap? No. Just holding it together. Um, well, I see, now. You know, when you see like a, an estate car or any car being used by painter and decorator, yes, you go, that's that last, that's that car's last mission in life. Oh yeah, that's nobody last... is buying a painty car. <laughs> no, no. And they've always got a painty back bumper. Oh, the painty um, back seat, painty back seat, oh, painty awful. boot carpet. Awful. They're just painty cars. No yeah. one wants a painty car. No. But what about a window cleaner's car? Well, damp. Oh, I would have thought. Um, but also, this one, as I remember, because the last car I remember him having was a Vectra. In fact, the last Vectra I saw on the road was his. Where have all the Vectras gone? I don't know. Where have, where have, has anybody got a Vectra here? Present tense. Vectra. Someone. What? Our window cleaner's got a Vectra. No! 
Wow, what, that was an amazing circuitry conversation. Yeah. I love that. That was lap one straight off there, pole position. So, he had a Vectra, heavily panel damaged, and we used to marvel at the fact that every month went by when we would go to the pub on a Friday, it was always parked up the front, like I said. Always more smashed up than before. <laughs> Really in a, quite a bad way. In fact, no wing mirrors. I remember what? that. It didn't have any wing mirrors. No, because he knocked them off so many times. He's like, I just don't need them. There's a funny sort of cause and effect loop there with the no mirrors and the panel damage. Which came first? <laughs> <laughs> but also, he's the guy who's probably gone, it's not going to fail an MOT because it'll never go for another one. So it's okay. Oh, yeah. He's no MOT guy. Oh, God. I've just remember, you've just reminded me my car needs an MOT next week. Just, it's just not, it's hard to relax. Sorry, I'm not just doing personal admin. You are? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got a Do pay TV license as well. Um, no. So, yeah, BFG. He's alive, which yeah. I'm surprised at. Mm. Um, B, still got a saloon, just a different type. And, uh, and still got two ladders on the roof. One of them definitely didn't look lashed down well enough. So I, 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 dist, I dist, You know when they start to hover a little bit? Anything that starts to hover on a roof yeah. rack... It's always the, it's usually a mattress on the way to the tip. <laughs> and it creates this they do that. Horrific, banana. horrific gurney flap of an incident waiting to happen. It starts to wave and you go, I'm getting the fuck out of this. Break, 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 going slightly on the diagonal in case it goes. Got a bit of, got a bit of space to get out of the way. You know the rules. Yeah, I do know the rules. So yeah, next time you come over, I'll introduce you to the BFG. Well, it's always amazing, Who I don't know it, his but... real name, so I just call him. It's the BFG. It's at the, at the bar there. But I used to do that. I go back to my hometown and and see someone who you used to see all the time in a in a pub. Yeah. Usually the same pub. Yeah. The kind of person who, where if you needed them in an emergency, you would just go to the pub, and there they'd be. But to see them ten years later and find they're still alive is always amazing. Amazing. But then I thought. Of all the things, if you've, if you've got a thirst, yeah. window cleaners start work early, from what I can gather. Would you want to go up a ladder when you've had a, quite a lot to drink and it's a slippery cold morning? No. No, shit no. No way. He's a risky man. Uh, that, yeah, I can't think of He's anything a high-risk man. No, and I wouldn't want to drive a focused saloon either, so his life oh. sounds awful. <laughs> Maybe that's why he drinks, because he's backed himself into a corner. <laughs> I hate ladders and I hate milky saloons from the 2000s <laughs> but here I am now we were just talking about Jim Ratcliffe and his anus grenade <laughs> yes um, I forgot to mention that because he, he seems to have a habit of just if you like something he just buys it yes I've just got this impression that every week goes by he'll just I don't know he'll go to his local Waitrose around the corner to buy is that John Lewis I want to buy Waitrose yeah and he'll just go I like this shop it's, it's alright this suits me yeah. Uh, I'll make you an offer for it. It's sort of a constant dragon's den. Does he not own a football club in France? Yes, he does. Uh, no, Switzerland. Right. And he owns another... He owns two football clubs. He's trying to buy... Does, he own, does anyone know this? Jim Radcliffe is at Nice or somewhere. He owns the football club, yeah. There we go. Two fo- Okay, so... So we were both right. Yeah. He's your boss. What? Yeah, he's... A- <laughs> Are you a footballer? Yeah, <laughs> it is. So. sadly, this is a recorded conversation. Which part of his business empire do you work for? Ah, uh, okay. He's a sweet guy. You know sweet. we're on land, right? <laughs> sweet. <laughs> okay, good, just checking. Um, sweet. Just doing while you're drilling during this, because... <laughs> oh, shit. Right, okay, <clears throat> okay, yep. I understand the I know. pain. Well, anyway, so it's just, I think he's just, he just, he's just one of those chaps. He's like, I like it, I'll buy it. Yeah. Basically the Ariana Grande song, but he might not have heard the Ariana Grande song. I like it, I'll buy it. Is that an Ariana Grande I'm song? I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? Is that an Ariana Grande song? It is. That is an Ariana Grande song. See? I know my... I like the way that all the blokes in the room have been going, I think you'll find the model number's actually this. Suddenly shut up when we get to Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande song. I like it. I'll buy it. That's Jim Ratcliffe, that is. Yeah. Him and Ariana Grande. That, that... But is he happy? I don't. Because he went, oh, I thought this football club would bring me happiness, and he's it not hasn't, happy. so I'm going to buy another one. He's, he's thinking of buying Man United. He's trying to buy yes, Man United, yeah. So whereas you and I go on eBay and ponder, like the other day I bought a new phone. Yeah. But I got a good deal on it. Yeah. 440 he goes, quid. He's like, I think I yeah. might buy a heavy stake. Yeah. In Manchester United. Well, uh, I want to buy another football club, and since I'm not from Manchester, I should buy Man United. <laughs> so it's fitting with all their supporters. 
That's the rule. That's the only football joke I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Man United. Um, I want to know if he's just going to wake up tomorrow morning and as he's brushing his teeth, he's going to go, do you know what, I quite like toothpaste. <laughs> Colgate. Fuck you. Right. How I was going to say we better hope he doesn't like this podcast, but I think we've kind of assured that by not taking him seriously <laughs> and saying his car... Well, I said his car's a bit... No, I, I, I just, just don't get that arse grenade. That's the problem. Because I, <laughs> I know they're claiming it's rough and tough, but honestly, it's got a fucking BMW 6 in it, yeah. petrol or diesel, ZF 8-speed box. There's a lot of ECUs on those. You are not mending that with a hammer in the middle of West Africa. No, that's, that is true. So, it's what's tech. the fucking point? You might as well take a comfier car that doesn't have steering that's not connected to the front wheels by the sounds of it. What, like, sorry, don't tell him we said this. Just talk about distracting by talking about drilling or some shit. Just take a dash. Or just take a football club in and go, oh, look what's for sale here. I saw it. I saw a hand-painted sign. That's it. Maybe Norwich is for sale. (laughs) Hang on a minute. I don't think Jim's ever been to... Footballers for sale, with an apostrophe. No, Jim's never been to Norfolk, because it would take him so long to get through the county. Well, because he's just got to like it, I'm buying it. Stop him buying everything. Now I've got more potatoes than I know what to do with. Exactly. Hang on a minute. Jim, you're you're a bit late to the meeting. Is everything all right? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, Christmas trees. Millions of them now. Yeah, I bought... I bought 50 acres of trees, a shitload of potatoes, a Ford probe. I didn't even want it. And then, I got, in fact, I'm, I'm I the egg it. magnate. You know, I'm the world's rich, or Britain's richest man. I'm also the man who owns most eggs in Britain of anyone. <laughs> Measure They're all my going off in eggs yeah. right now. Yeah. He buys it and instantly gives it back because it's all about the sort of frenzy of the transaction. Yeah. He really enjoys it. <laughs> okay. I've seen the uh, badly painted sign for the Vauxhall Mocker at the side of the road. Yeah. How much? Oh, we're thinking about seven thousand. Take eight thousand pounds. I don't actually want it. Yeah. Just have it. It's a transaction. I really enjoyed that. Anyway, I'm a bit late, so I'll see is you later. He, he's, is this Radcliffe's millions? He's just trying to give it all away. Yes, that's exactly what well, it is. Well, you can tell him we're on to him. And if he does want to buy this podcast, we will accept offers in excess of four billion pounds. Yes, <laughs> yes. But we're happy to negotiate. We'll negotiate. <laughs> Chuck in a couple of mockers if that's yeah, his thing. Say. And I've got a couple and of eggs. I've got some eggs at home. I'm going to be handwriting some signs tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use a combination of pubic hair and old shoes. So, <laughs> 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 if that's okay. And animal blood. I've just found some around the corner to bought a shed load of pigs on the way here. Couldn't resist it. Well, uh, um, this hour has creaked by, but uh, we are sort of closing in on. Um, on the time when uh, we should uh, start to wrap this up. Okay. Because... You, you normally say we've got to bring this into land and I've got visions of the hang gliding person <laughs> making <laughs> an emergency landing basically on their knees and face. Well, yeah, and then I'd ring 999 and go, uh, yeah, just all of them. And then the Coast Guard turn up as well. And you go, oh, shit, I forgot about them. And we're in Warwick. How did you get here? Coast Guard's going to be well pissed off. Yeah, well, particularly they've scratched the bottom of their boat getting it in for... <laughs> It's not live and let die, where the boat spends most of his time on dry land, not in the water. <laughs> Completely misunderstood how still, boats Still work. the best Bond film of all time. Just uh, yeah, probably is. We've yeah. had this discussion. Yeah. It's just got everything, hasn't it? It's got everything. It's got voodoo, boats Safari on dry. Suits. Ooh. Bringing it back to the relevant it's area. Very on top of it. You're good. right. Spy You Love Me is the best Bond film. because Yeah, it's got yeah, a Lotus that's in right. It. Lotus, if they've got, have I got a laser Mate, on my forehead? Fact fans. So yeah, we're yeah, in. it's the one with the, the aquatic Lotus yeah. in it that's the best one. Um, for listeners at home, we're in um, uh, Lotus's brand centre, this lovely sort of uh, car show and slash event centre. We saw very posh and lovely and new. Through that wall there, uh, for people in the audience, is the old uh, assembly hall. Uh, which is now a storage place, but at the time was where esprits were made. So Roger Moore's esprit was made on the other side of that wall. That's awesome. The silence of people in awe <laughs> of a fact. I just want to put it out not there. Interesting. I think Lotus have the best taste in fonts for they, cars over mm, the ages. Because, mm. you know, some fonts, have, they've got terrible with new cars. Yeah. Audi's an offender for bad, bad fontage. Yeah. We've, I think... Is this what, sorry? Kia logo. Oh, Kia logo. Oh, the sorry, Kia logo. I thought you, I thought you said Key Largo. I was like, yes. <laughs> Lovely place, sir, yes. And uh, you can yeah, drive down right. to Key West. It's delightful. The, the Kia logo, has cre- the new Kia logo, has created some, some confusion. Because people think that the company's called KN or KN, KN or something. KN Cars. And KN Cars. Yeah, and yeah. I think KN Do you work filters. for KN Cars? It's one of the top results on Google. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 
Wow. K&N Air Filters are coining it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Jim Ratcliffe's already phoned them up and yeah. gone, not before the Koreans get here. Yeah. How much do you want? Do you want Come I'll on. I'll buy you and Kent Camps Show as well. me your oily element and we'll do a deal. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds awful. You know what I mean. Right, well, anyway, we, we, um, we should wrap this Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up yeah. is, is the... Is the shorter version of that. But before we do, uh, I have three things to tell you. Uh, They are one, uh, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel uh, in which he forces a popular rock band to travel to a village northeast of Bristol using only frozen waterways. (laughs) It's called the the Make White Snake Skate to Yates Show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. How long did it take you to think that up? <laughs> depressingly long, actually. That's the funniest thing you've said all night. I know. That's also depressing. Uh, this week he's setting off from Lemster, and the canals are thawing fast. So that's quite an exciting one. Um, if that's not to your taste because it's made up bollocks, then uh, there's always the Late Break Show, which has got lots of excellent videos, including a review of uh, Jim Ratcliffe's anus grenade. <laughs> um, and go and watch it now before he buys YouTube, and then... Oh, then he's my boss. Yeah, he's all of our bosses. Shit. Uh, The second thing I've got to tell you is that we want to say a huge thank you to everyone from Lotus who's made this possible. Yes. Um, So Gav, who came and introduced us on stage, uh, Flo, uh, Jamie, Charlotte, uh, Rob, who can't be here tonight, but uh, they uh, put all this on, went to an awful lot of effort, which frankly for us two twats is amazing. And so we thank them very, very much for that. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we want to say a huge thank you to everyone who came as well. We appreciate that uh, you've come out to see us, because frankly I wouldn't, but um, Johnny insisted, so here I am. I'd love to see if anybody bought a ticket, got really close by, and then just went... There's no Lotus factory here, I'm going home. It just seems a bit cold and lonely tonight, I think I'm going to go home. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, but in all seriousness, thank you ever so much for... um, for, for, for buying a ticket and, and turning up. It's, yes, uh, thank you. It's odd, but it's good odd, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, if there's any compensation, it's quite odd for us as well. And on the way home tonight or tomorrow, if anyone sees a, a strangely written roadside sign, please take a photo, if it's safe to do so. I can't uh, believe we didn't handwrite our own signs for the, this. Shit. <laughs> With an apostrophe before the Smith. God, yes, yeah. Smith. <laughs> Smith and Smith. 20, 2024. Yeah, that'll be one for 2024, the, it's happening. The uh, third thing I've got to say was that Golden Gate Bridge was going to be black and yellow. Really? <laughs> the, when they were building it, the Navy wanted it painted in, in um, visible colours so that boats didn't crash into it. Bloody hell. But the, one of the architects of it, he saw the primed steel that was going to make it, which was in that distinctive orangey colour, and he went, no. Let's leave it like that, because bridges are usually grey or silver, and I want ours to be distinctive, because it's a unique bridge, and that is the colour that it's remained. And that's why Again, the silence of <laughs> gross disinterest. Hang on a minute, it's to Jim Redcliffe. Yeah. You can't it, buy the bridge. No. <laughs> but I will pay that twat to shut up. <laughs> Right, well, um, thank you ever so much for coming along. Thank you at home for listening. Uh, We've been Smith & Sniff. We'll do this all again next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye. (laughs) A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.